The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My talk, 1071. Wow. Um, cookie exchange. Cookie. You want a cookie? If you guys weren't listening last Thursday, we or out. Wednesday, sorry, we started talking about the office cookie exchange. It's a holiday thing that um, I was asked to join, and I said no five times. But, you know, it was a salesperson that asked me, and that's their job is to be persistent and ask, and they're good salespeople. But I said no. You said yes. Yeah, I was asked once, and I said yes. And then I went. Yeah, well, I guess we know who's more uh, of a team player (laughs) on this show. Uh, That said, I did immediately start doing that thing where I was like, "Um, hey, future Bradley just showed up and said he doesn't want to do this. Yeah, exactly. Why did you agree to this? And then I was like, well, you know, it's fine. I'm going to do it because I I was in the holiday spirit. I was feeling it. (sighs) The only problem is I had this little devil on my shoulder, angel. I guess it depends on one's perspective but there was this voice in my head that just kept saying jamie's gonna kill you jamie's gonna be so upset with yeah, you. future brad jamie's gonna be real unhappy because <laughs> you're gonna leave town next week you got a lot of stuff to do you guys just got back from a cruise <laughs> you got a lot of things to take care of around the house you have to fit that cord up on your roof that you're supposed to melt ice dams what it's a long story um oh. So I was a little concerned that uh, I was going to get in trouble, not get in trouble, but get in trouble. Get in trouble. You know That's how what you, it is. You know when you get in trouble and your partner knows, like, yeah. you've talked about it and you know you have a habit of doing things at the last minute mm-hmm. that you didn't. <laughs> anyway, so I knew this was going to happen. And I also committed to making my aunt's uh, recipe that I've never made before. <laughs> I thought this would be a fun time yeah. to finally make that recipe for Aunt Mary's lep cake, which is a great recipe, by the way. Um, <laughs> well, finally on Monday or on uh, yesterday, Dawn, I came to the conclusion that I just don't have the time to do all that. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, what do they call it? Cut bait. And I'm going to make what Not I know. Cookie. Okay. You need to calm down. What is a cookie? Let me see. What's your definition of a Not cookie? Not nuts. You don't know. You ever seen a cookie with nuts? Yeah, the cookie has to be there and the nuts are in it or on top. Have you had my nuts? No. There's like a batter around. I <laughs> like how you're getting all spicy. <laughs> um, my signature nuts. Have you ever had them? Oh, my gosh. My, help me. Help. I've you never ha- had your nuts. I've said that three <laughs> or you four thousand They're times. They're real good. Uh, no. Is it a nut cluster with chocolate? Yeah, it's like Okay, that's not a cookie. Nuts. Why not? Because it doesn't have... it. Uh, I mean, do I have to define a cookie? Yeah. Okay, let me get yeah. off the internet. Oh, you can't do it for yourself? Miss, I bake things on the regular? <laughs> cookie I know everything about definition. baking, even though I'm not good at bake. Cookie, North American cookie, a small sweet cake, typically round and flat and having a crisp or chewy texture. Well, there is a crisp and chewy texture. And it's kind of like a batter. Anyway, you'll decide. Here's the thing. I decided to make my nuts. I got approval from one of the committee members okay. that I could bring my nuts. So anyway, the moral of the story is I'm bringing my nuts. The bigger story is, though, that I did have the ultimate confrontation with my partner. And he did all of the things. That he literally started to say, and I go, mm, don't say it. I know what you're going to say. Uh-oh. And I just said it. He's like, and? And I go, and we're going to leave town. And we have a lot of things to do. And 
nuts are very expensive. And I didn't actually say and that. And you said I have I have some hidden nuts. I did. In the I had a secret stash of nuts yeah. in my pantry. Yeah. My uh my bucket of nuts. I have to keep them in a bucket because you don't want critters getting in them. So. Oh my God. What? Is the bucket covered or are they just open nuts? A bucket that's open? No, it's in, the, in a bucket so that it'll stay, you know, like a... You think a rat can't climb up into a bucket? There's a lid on it, honey. Okay, that's what I said. Is it covered? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. they're sealed. It's okay. like, you know, they're sealed to keep them fresh. And okay. You want to keep your nuts fresh. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm making my Christmas nuts. And you're going to get to taste them. Yeah. On Tuesday. You okay. Excited? Yeah. Actually, on Wednesday. I think you're going to do. Yeah, I'm going to do Wednesday. Cookie exchange. Yeah, because on we need to make a bigger deal. <laughs> Are you expecting that, like, you're going to pick a winner? I'm going to judge them from one to ten. A bad idea. And yours not isn't. Your treat won't be in my top three. Why? Because it isn't a cookie. Where are the rules for this? You need to follow the, the directions. There are no directions. It's not called There's no a treat rules. exchange. It's called a cookie exchange. But do you think that people ever do holiday treats in a cookie exchange? Well, if they do, then they're those people okay. that you go, yeah, those Here's are the other thing. cookies. I don't care if, if you don't like my nuts. Yes, Mike. Th- you have to establish the difference between a Christmas cookie and a cookie. Hmm. There is a difference between a Christmas cookie and a cookie. Now you're getting yeah, real. Yeah, now he, he's his bar is up here. Well, Mike's, Mike's not doing it. No, no, no. I'm actually I'm defending Bradley more. Oh, the Please, definition going, of Mike. Christmas cookies oh, God, are no. way broader than just your typical I cookie. Agree. You I see like Christmas nuts cookies. Are nuts and cookies are cookies. Nut clusters, but a nut, nut cluster is a is not a nut cookie treat. treat. No cookie. No. It says mine are gluten free go- cookies. Google Christmas cookie platter <laughs> right now and see what yeah, comes up. Google it. You're gonna see a whole. There's gonna be bunch. some trash thing with cornflakes in it. And yep. yep. Why are you exactly. so okay? So this is what I find very interesting. Mm. Why why are you so rigid <laughs> in your house? No, because you get I'm real very loose in other ways. Well. <laughs> I mean, because I will say, Mike, my... I feel like she's very specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About what's acceptable and what's not. You showed me that list of what everyone was bringing, knowing, and you were you were being catty too. So you were being shady. I, but now with you're me. not being you're catty. Like, now you're I being know. like a taskmaster. You're like, I know, isn't it? It's because yeah, that's how I talk. <laughs> and then you go, let's talk okay, about it. All, and then on the air, I'm the only one going. <laughs> Those are not cookies. And you're like, why are you being such a taskmaster? Why do you have to tell everybody's secrets? <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's something to talk about. Mm. It's fun. And um, I'll just take a bite of each thing, and then I won't eat the whole thing, because I'll get too full. I'm going to be like Paul Here's Hollywood. what I know about Dawn. She's playing a really good game right now. You are, like, one of the nicest people ever. You're never going to trash talk somebody's, like, hard-made. Uh, like, you would never. If somebody's cookie tasted like doo-doo... I have a hard time believing you would like torch it. Yeah. Because you're a very nice person. You would I need look to at the see positive. the list again. What do you need to see? Alexis is making sugar cookies. I know. I told her today I talk smack about her. <laughs> yeah. I said I talk smack about everyone except for a few people who Me? look like they were going the extra 
effort. Mine was very effortless. But then I said, you know what? I take that back because she has a toddler and she wants to have him be involved. She is cooking cookies right now. She was running out of this building today. Sprinting. I saw it. Sprinting. She goes, I have to go make the cookies. I was up till late. Making my nuts. She's doing it the day before. So am I. I have to do it. I have to do the second batch tonight. Because it takes a long, because like you got to cook. It's not like cookies where you can just shove them in the oven for 10 minutes. It's like an hour plus for the, because you got to cook them low and slow so they get crispy and not like burnt. An hour plus. Yeah. Mm. The cookies are so easy compared to those. Yeah, I know. Man, it's like 250 degrees. Think about all the hard work that I had to go. And do you know what else I did? I measured out equal parts of four different, five different nuts. So that oh, okay. so it's everybody got Did you nice... weigh them on a scale? I did. Like the British? Yeah. Okay. Because I love my scale. Girl, you act like you don't know me. Well, I expected more from you. You're going to, when you put the, I, I can't say that. When you put my tasty nut treat in your mouth. Oh no, see, even that sounds gross. <laughs> <laughs> when you eat my special. Mm. Well, you've already said when you eat my nuts. When you sample my submission. (laughs) Why does everything sound like (laughs) when you you sample my submission? (laughs) (laughs) That sounded like the worst of all, and it was essentially the least offensive. (laughs) You sample my submission. What else am I supposed to say when you? Anything but N- gobble that. my gobble. <laughs> Don't say gobble. Oh my god, we're gonna have to do descriptive food words, Don, with your submit with the submit. Oh, I can't even say submission, oh but that's god. what they are. Oh, all right. We gotta go. I hope you like my nuts on Tuesday, Wednesday. But if you don't, I'm fine with it. I look forward to your true and honest appraisal oh, of my you. holiday. <laughs> Confection, <laughs> aka cookie. Yeah. When we come back, oh, we have to talk about a sad story. We learned Matthew Perry's cause of death over the weekend, and sadly, it leaves a lot more questions and answers. But Dawn will try to break it down for us when we come back right here on my adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My talk one oh seven one. Well, we did learn a little bit more about uh, friend star Matthew Perry's death on Friday afternoon. Uh, We really didn't have a chance yet to talk about this. And there have been a lot of articles about this. Um, So the L.A. County Medical Examiner said that he died from the effects of ketamine and also drowning. And it turns out that he was prescribed ketamine by his doctors to treat anxiety and depression. As we all know, Matthew Perry had a lot of problems over the years with drug addiction Mm -hmm. and opioids. And so, you know, he had seemingly turned his life in the right direction. You know, under doctor supervision, he had been prescribed this. The problem is that they're seeing the levels that he had in his system were, uh, and I don't really know anything about this. I'm just literally reading it as I see it. But they were in the 3,540 NG slash ML range, which, well, they described it in this article that when surgery patients are giving anesthesia, ketamine levels are in the 1,000 to 6,000 range. Okay. 
So he was over half, you know, slightly over half in the higher range. I understand that, like, everybody's dosage is different. So I don't know how much he was being prescribed. But the real issue here is that his last prescribed dose was days before. So about before he was taking it every other day. But then six months ago, a new doctor tried to wean him off of this regiment because he was improving. So he had been prescribed this and he had taken it, I think, five days before. So there really isn't a way that it would be in his system because it only lasts around six hours in your system when you're given a dose, which means that this was not a prescription dose that was documented. Yeah, which leaves a lot of questions, right? And there are going to have to be answers. Yes. I mean, at least for the family and the people that are connected, like we don't necessarily, we're not owed any answers. But Exactly. And obviously he's doing his best um, to get better and people do relapse and people do have times whenever things are more tempting. I'm sure the feeling of ketamine, which I've, you know, people do it as a recreational drug. That's just something that people know, you know. That isn't prescribed. I've never done that. So I don't know what it feels like. I think that it's a calming euphoric effect. Um, But this was something that he was doing, you know, regularly prescribed by a doctor. So no one really knows whether or not this dose was maybe he made a phone call and like it was like, I can help. Mm -hmm. You know, we can do this. So now it's turned to. His ex-girlfriend, who spent time with him, she was um, his girlfriend in 2006 and then worked as his assistant in 2011 at the height of his addiction. So she was sent to find him drugs sometimes. So she does know his drug patterns. She wants the doctors to be investigated, mm-hmm. which I would say, like, it isn't her, it's his up to his family, but also at some point... You know, it isn't like if they find that there's a reason to investigate these doctors, that would be a criminal investigation. And that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Where there might be some kind of professional investigation. I mean, who knows? Like if there are questions, I I mean, I would have faith that the right people are going to ask the right questions and then there'll have to be an investigation. And but like what it says is something happened. We don't know what it is. And we're probably not going to know for a long time, if ever, truly what happened. So you just. You know, for us anyway, we kind of just have to be comfortable not knowing. I think that doesn't limit people's desire to speculate about what happened. And, you know, if you've got certain thoughts and opinions about drug use, you probably have thoughts and opinions about this. And uh, like, that's fine. But, you know, ultimately, we don't really know. So it's hard to kind of have a definitive. I mean, how do you just not feel sad? Yeah. Right. Like other than sad, I'm not really sure what you're supposed to feel, because if if like if we had more details then maybe we could feel more definitive about what actually happened. But we don't know. I mean, there's too many questions. Yeah. And I think it is good that she's bringing up these questions because it doesn't seem like people are really going there. Um, This is a Daily Mail article. And well, that makes me I mean, honestly, somebody talking to the Daily Mail makes me I don't know if she was talking exclusively to the Daily Mail, but like that says like, oh, somebody's getting a paycheck. So then I get a little suspicious. Like, what are your motives? Right. 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 But who knows? I mean, I uh, that's just me, you know, having paid attention to tabloids for the last 
however exactly. many years. Like I'm always suspicious whenever they're telling me something, but it's not to say that there aren't legitimate questions that should be answered. Right. And I'm sure that eventually we'll have more answers um, or maybe not, like you said. But one of the saddest things is that, you know, so when you look at the amount that was in his system, it wasn't it was something that with somebody else they could put under with. But for him, since he had such a strong addiction in the past, maybe it did take a higher dosage to get him the medicine that he needed. The sad thing is, is that if he wasn't in the hot tub, he probably would not have drowned. Yeah. No, he could have lived if he wasn't in water and didn't become, you know, pass out and disoriented. So that's the part that's kind of sad. Um, I do know that this same woman also um, brought up the fact that when he was using, he used to call himself Matt Man. And his last post on social media said something about, you know, I'm Matt Man. That's kind of what he felt. He called himself that when he felt really high when he was euphoric on drugs. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, no, he called himself Matt Man in this last post. So I don't know. We'll have to see if we get any more answers. And if people are responsible, I want them to be held accountable. When we come back on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, you can buy a piece of none other than often talked about on this program, Kim Zolciak. On Instagram. Wow, mm. what's she selling? We'll tell you and how you can get a piece of the action when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Thanks for being here with us. Uh, if you want to download Blinded by the Item, you can do that just by searching Blinded by the Item. It's our show within a show and it has its own podcast. So please like and subscribe. Okay, Kim Zolciak, she's doing all kinds of thing this week, things this weekend. Selling stuff, defending herself. What do you have, Bradley? So um, I was bebopping around the internets yesterday and I saw the words Kim Zolciak and I thought, sign me up because this has we're just been. Click on it. What's that? I said, we're going to click on we're it. We're going to click on it him. and it's probably sad. And it's <laughs> if it's been lately, it's probably tragic. And I'm probably going to just feel, why am I so attracted to? I don't know. It's a long story, you guys. I can't explain it anyway. Here's the headline. Kim Zolciak. Selling Croy Bierman's clothing via Instagram. And I thought, Petty Corner, sign me up. Now, we've talked about them recently because we got some video of them really just in the depths of despair and not being their best selves, right? Croy oh, was my abusive, uh, yelling, screaming. Mike, this happened on your honeymoon. Sounds fun. It was, it was one of the kids. Fun. Well, you heard on one my of the kids. By the way, <laughs> no, thank goodness. Yes. Um. So that we heard. <laughs> that we heard. You know, before that, that one of their kids called the police. Oh, so yeah. the body yep. cam footage was released, and Mike, I'm telling you, it is the most rage filled thing you've ever heard from him. It is scary. Yeah. Did he have the beard at the time? Because yeah. can you really take the rage with oh, that you beard? Are, oh. You would be floored. He I had just, a rage beard. I, yeah, rage I beard. invite you to listen to it I will. at some point. But it's like shockingly... And the kid called the police. So. Yikes. Well, they are obviously on a roller coaster of emotional... I don't know. That said, this has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with the fact that Kim Zolciak signed up a new Instagram account to sell her estranged husband's luggage and shoes. Quote, this was all only carried one time. Excellent condition. Like I said, 
he carried at one time on the road to one of his football games. She's talking about his Louis Vuitton luxury. Uh, luxury. I meant to say luggage. His Louis Vuitton <laughs> luxury. But it is a luxury luggage. And uh, apparently she's trying to make a buck. Now, the Instagram handle is Kim's B Closet. Kim's Kim B. B. Oh, because Kim Zolciak Beerman. I was like, girl, I, that don't make sense, but it does. Um, shop all things from Kim's Closet. Now, here is my favorite. So it's just like photos and videos of things that she's selling, right? Mm -hmm. And in fact, this is not the first time we've seen this behavior. They've tried to sell stuff before. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, we know they have significant financial woes. Mm. Um, Send me a DM with the item you want, and we will go from there. I know what this is about. She doesn't want to pay any fees. Well, thank you, because I said when I first saw this, honey... Just have somebody from like a consignment shop show up, take all your stuff. They'll write you a fat check and you don't have to like screw around with people trying to pay you on Zelle or on. I mean, yeah, you're just inviting trouble there. And people right. Like who because want to steal from because you. you know what? I instantly thought Dawn reach out to her in the team. <laughs> Listen, and I, I do was... not have twelve thousand five hundred dollars that she wants for this fifteen thousand retail price. Of these items. I mean, yes, it's in really good condition. Well, no, but there's other stuff on Gucci here. Bag. She got wigs. I don't want any of her wigs. You sure you don't want a wig? No. A sh- it's a wig. But I but what my point is, and by the way, she wants twenty seven hundred dollars for a lace front wig. Girl, please. <laughs> anyway, it is two hundred percent density, she'll have you know. The thought that somebody is she's gonna have to sit there and manage all of these transactions. And people who are just messing with her. Well, exactly, trolls, because that's yeah. exactly what's gonna happen. Uh, I, is that people like us <laughs> people like us are gonna reach out and you know, who are not serious and say they wanna buy things because it is the holidays. And your mom did want some oh fur God. boots. These are the ugliest boots. I know that they are designer, but why would you ever put those on? Which boots are... Oh, you need to get those boots for your mom. The The Gucci? The Gucci, um, brand new Gucci lace-up heels. Oh, no. These are a steal. These are different ones I'm looking at. For $1,250. Okay. Did you see the other ones that look like my grandma's curtains in the 70s? Yeah. Those are terrible. They're only $650, though. But uh, moral of the story is I can't believe she's not like, honey, but it's probably because she doesn't want to have to pay like somebody to. There's going to be a fee of like, I don't know what it is. You have to do all the work yourself. Yeah, this is not, you do not want, you do not want to open up your DMs just to random. Especially because like we've been feeling kind of sorry for her lately. Mm, Yeah. I mean, because he was so filled with rage. It was scary, scary. If that was a correct, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Display of what was actually happening. I can't believe she is it. in a. She needs to get out of there. Actually, he needs to get out of there. We said this about this last week. The the court and everybody needs to remove him from the situation because he does not appear to be of sound mind. And the kids are scared. Yes, and this is damaging them. And but, one of the kids said to the police that it seemed like like they weren't sure that he had hit Kim, but that he had gotten in her face and had his hand yes. out out. Like extended with his 
hand open. And he's like fully yelling at the police officer with those like eyes of death with that death oh, stare. Oh my God. It's crazy. But wait, there's more. Yes. Didn't you? <laughs> yes, I thought you were talking about in your story. <laughs> no, no. Okay, remember in the super scary news uh, or the uh, the body cam footage? Yeah. Part of what he said, Mike, he screamed, she's effing other men. Okay. Like, and we were like, whoa, what? Yeah, it was pretty dark. I mean, it all, but in the middle, he's screaming at the top of his lungs that his life is destroyed. You know, so she spoke out and she's talking. Why is she talking to Celebuzz? Because they're paying her. They're paying her? This is what's so sad about this is like this woman is trying to make some money. Because they've got some serious financial problems, and the only money they can make is off their own tragedy. Oh, my gosh. The com- she says, the comments made in the body cam footage from Croy, who is obviously enraged, are untrue. I vehemently deny any allegations that I have been unfaithful to Croy at any point in our 12-year marriage. Any claim to the contrary is downright false, baseless, and, well, and who slanderous. Would, who would believe anybody that's yelling at the top of their lungs I'm like, this guy is super paranoid, obviously, and and like he has no control over his emotions. So, of course, of of course, of course, (laughs) of course, he's going to think she's cheating because people like this will suspect they are just like they they're not. I'm sorry, but it paints a picture of a person who um, we should probably be very wary of. She also says, which is completely not true, she's not going to do this. She accused Croy of character assassination and suggested she might even take legal action. No, she won't. With what money? Yeah, we need to just get him out of the house. Can I just clarify, because I was gone last week, is this uh, an additional fight to when the kids call the cops, or is this the one that they then went out and had dinner a week later? No, this is the one. This that is then one of the ones we yes. already talked about. It was an okay, earlier occasion. So Yeah, this happened on 1120. You know because you know what's really sad about that, though, is that that, can I just be like a wet blanket? It makes me think that she's like, she needs help. She's in crisis because yeah. she is not able to separate her. Like in any other environment, if someone was behaving this way and the domestic partner was continuing along with this as if it was totally fine we would like people would intervene exactly do you know what i'm saying yes but because i think they're so high profile and they have been surrounded by a lot of like ginned up drama right i don't think people are taking this perhaps as seriously as they would if it was just somebody on you know xyz street in xyz town america that's what i'm saying if it was you would not you would reach out to that woman like are you do you feel safe at home because i don't feel like she does no and kids are saying that they don't feel safe exactly so you know i just you know not to and you talked about this last week you don't want to stereotype football players but there is a you know there's uh, real history head injuries and and rage yeah. You know, and maybe he does have head injuries. I'm not excusing his behavior, but that would cause the level of rage that he has. Yeah, I just hope that the authorities are I don't want her to end up I'm I'm yeah. not being over dramatic, but no. I don't want him to like absolutely lose it and kill her. Or yeah, it has up happened. to and including that behavior. Yeah, there could be sure. a lot of other things he could do that would be equally as problematic, but not as um not as uh 
but you know Tragic. it is possible you know i i don't know this yeah. is just like i i'm just shocked that the kids are still in the home yeah if anything i'm shocked like, that he's protect- in the home yeah i mean oh god they, they could easily take him in and 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 the way he was acting mike was so like rude to police like yeah yeah he says like he's like i'm not doing this like in like I'm not doing this like police thing right which now. He did yeah, that o- you are. Which he did that other time too. Just this like is you a can't come in my behavior. house. And the cop is like, I absolutely can come in your house because a child called. Yeah. And so I do have he's like, I know my rights. And so I wish they would have arrested him just for I don't know what the yeah. on the grounds would be, but there he's kind of blocking them from going in. Like there's got to be something. Well, the cop calls him on it, and yeah, then the he's cop like, walks "You're going to be house, in handcuffs." And Croy doesn't respond, so that tells True. you everything you like need to know. Like he knew it was serious. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, if we hear anything else, we will keep you updated. I mean, you know, we might even that's call our, you in the middle of the night. That's our generic line. If anything develops, yeah, we'll let yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. But only between the hours of noon and three, because yeah. I am not. You're not going to call people? Calling in the middle of the night. Are or you email people me? individually and go, I just want to let you know that I heard that Croy had another explosion. That's not radio. Oh, I didn't sign up for that. Oh, that's right. They create a buddy system where we can like call one person. They have to call another person. Oh, sure. and then the, we'll just the phone chain. tree. Yeah. yeah, it's a phone the tree. Phone tree. Wow. Okay. Uh, and then I'm gonna start sending chain letters. Nice. <laughs> or things that would on be Facebook a way for say, you have to copy this and paste it that, on your profile too. Let me know that I love you that or would, you love me. That would be a way for as a Kim friend. And, that would be a way for Kim and Croy to make some extra cash. Mm-hmm. Start sending chain letters. Oh, God. That was an old way to make some money back in the day. All right. We're going to move on. Why? Because we have tired of this topic. Well, and right. mostly because Mike has a game for us to play. It's Game Show Roulette when we return right here on My Talk. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My Talk 1071. Hi, guys. We're all back together again right here on the show. And we're about to play a game with Mike. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Here's your host, Mike Ganger. It is that time. We wrap up the show with a fun game for the two of you to play. It's a very special week because this is a holiday week. So we are working to the holiday. And uh, maybe mm-hmm. every game this week might reflect that a little bit. Okay. Including today as we play... A little Christmas-themed game today. We are going to play Four and No More, but all having to do with Christmas movies. Now, let me explain this game again. Four and No More is a game we played a bunch of times. I'm going to give you a decade, and you're going to be looking for a Christmas movie. Okay. Okay. I am then going to give you four clues that all pertain to said Christmas movie. Okay. And we have to guess the movie. And you just have to guess the movie. All so right. whenever you think you know the movie, you yell out your name. Okay. And that is when you will make your guess. For example here, if I said 1980s, the first clue might be comedy. The second one would be... Bradley Trainer. Yeah. A Christmas Story. Wow. The second one was Tongue. The third one was Leg Lamp. And the fourth one was Red Rifle, or The Rifle. And you would have gotten You'll it. shoot your eye out. A Christmas Story is indeed the correct answer. So that's how it works. It's very simple. I've got nine of these. We'll run through all of them. And if it takes it, we got a tiebreaker as well. Are the two of you ready? Yes. yes. Then let's play a little Christmas-themed four and no more. Again, all holiday movies. Let's get it started here with this one here. 2000s. 
New York, Candy, Norwal, Norwal. Buddy, Bradley Trainer, Bradley, Elf. Elf is the correct answer. Okay. I don't know what what what's what is a nar is it narwhal narwhal like, was yep. that in the movie was there a narwhal my favorite scene of the entire movie he's leaving North Pole for the first time he hops yeah. on that piece of ice just like those twelve people or twenty oh, people oh. Nice and as it floats away this gigantic horned narwhal comes up and says. Oh, Bye, buddy. I hope you find your dad. <laughs> and it's literally the best part of the entire movie. Oh, I need to Very watch that random. movie. Again. I love it. Yes. Yeah. So there you go. You got the first one, Bradley. All right. Uh, that is point number one. We move on to our next one in this uh, four and no more holiday theme. Two thousands. Once again, is the decade. Mm-hmm. Romantic ensemble. Don McLean. Lo- uh, Don. Love actually. Very good. Yes, London and Hugh Grant were your final two options. All right, so after two, we're tied up 1-1. Nicely done. All right. Let's go on to movie number three, rolling through four and no more today. 1980s comedy, Ghosts, Dickens. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Uh, A Muppet Christmas Carol. (laughs) Incorrect, Don. You get to hear all of them now. Comedy, Ghost, Dickens, Bill Murray. Mm. This is Scrooge. This is absolutely Scrooge. Nicely done. And with that, it is Don with the two to one lead. Let's move on to movie number four. We're cruising right along. Cruising. I'm glad that I'm surprised I even got one. Yeah, I'm. I I am too. I'm not really. Hey. You're good at movies. Why would you not be good at this? I don't know. Thanks for killing some time. I was thinking I should have had 12 now here at this point because uh, we're just rolling through. But let's go to number four. All right. Here we go. 1990s. Mm. 1990s is our uh, decade for this one. Holidays. Catherine O'Hara. Bradley Trainer. Don was first, actually. Is this Home Alone? It is not. You get to hear all of it, Bradley. Okay. You fell for my trap. Oh! Holidays, Catherine O'Hara, Pumpkins, Tim Burton. Oh. Bradley Trainer. Yep. Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Maybe you should Dang listen next time, Don. My Catherine O'Hara <laughs> trap worked. Yes. Well done. It is 2 2 now. Do you mean when you said a Muppet Christmas Carol? Ooh. Like then? When you Look didn't at listen? You. Well, I don't know who got the point. Hey! Just now? No, back then when you weren't listening. Well, I got the last point. That's right. There you go. Let's. I uh, love the smack talk. So what is it? Two holiday to two? theme. It's two to two, and we still have five we'll more to go. It to be plus three a tiebreaker if we need. Ooh, jeez. Here we go. Nineteen sixties. <laughs> Ooh. TV special. Don McLean. Don. Star Wars Christmas special. <gasps> Didn't come out till the seventies. Oh, right. Here we oh, go. Uh, TV special. <laughs> Tree, <laughs> Vince Gallardi, Charles Schwartz. Oh, Bradley Trainer. Yep, that is uh, a Charlie Brown Christmas. Nailed it perfectly, nicely done. A Charlie Brown Christmas. The correct answer there. Three I like how you two. trying to get real deep. Still a great battle here. This is uh, this is yeah. I know this is this is fun. You guys are doing great. Let's keep moving. <laughs> on. All right, we've got a few more to get through here for a no more. We're talking holiday movies today. Holiday. Nineteen eighties. Okay. Holiday party. Los Angeles. Terrorists. Oh, Don McLean. Don 
Die Hard. Bruce Willis, Die Hard. Die the correct hard. That answer. Was, it was the L.A. Yeah, yeah L.A. Yeah. All right. It is three to three, and we've got three left. It's tied. This has been fun. Let's keep it rolling Holiday on. party for me. 1990s. All right. 1990s. Snakes. Paris. Catherine O'Hara. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Home Alone. Macaulay Culkin, uh, the other one. Yes. Jesus. Snakes was one of the uh, two gangsters. Snakes on a plane. No, two, two gangsters uh, uh, in that fictitious uh, show. Yes. Uh, snakes? I don't know no snakes. That's, uh, let's move on to the next one here. We got two left. Someone could uh, win Hoots it right here. Goots. Bradley, if you get this one right, you're going to win it all. Gone. If you get it, it you're going to tie it up. Okay. Here we go. Let's see if we can get down to uh, the ninth one, deciding it all. 1940s. Uh-oh. Oh. New York City, Berlin, Bradley Trainer, Bradley Trainer, White Christmas. Incorrect. You get to hear Dawn. all of it, Don. Okay. New York City, Berlin, Fred Astaire, Bing Crosby. Oh, mm. this is to tie it up. You'll still have a chance if you don't get it. You can do Bradley it. Bradley didn't get it right, but um. come on now. New York City, Berlin, Fred Astaire, Bing Crosby. <sighs> Oh. Any guess? No, I don't know this one. Can I, the I movie do. that gave us White Christmas. Holiday Inn. Holiday, oh, Holiday Inn, Inn is oh. the correct answer. So you were very close, Bradley. Of course, Irvin Berlin. Uh, it was the Berlin. The Berlin gave it oh. down. Yeah. Foiled me. Yep. All right. That means, though, Don can still tie it up with our final on, movie. Okay. Again, this is the final movie. And uh, here you go. It is four and no more. Four clues about this movie. 1864. And the decade is 2000s. Oh, God. Santa. Steven Tyler. Ring. Train. Bradley Trainer. Bradley Trainer for the win. Is this North Pole Express? Oh. Done. Um, Santa. Steven Tyler. Ring. Train. Is it Polar Express? It is oh, actually called Polar Express. You got, you got it. Got to it. Tie it up. Oh, Good job. God. It is four to four as we I've had. Never seen that. So. I tiebreaker. Yeah, Steven Tyler plays this. Um, I I was younger when I saw it. It was like in a IMAX situation. It was fun to watch at IMAX, but I don't know if it's particularly good. I just remember at it's the unique. time the animation was good, but you, was. when you look back at it, you're like that. Oh. And then the hmm. Steven Tyler thing was weird. He played okay. like this singing elf, and it was very much his face. I'm sure it was, it's crap. It was it's pretty, fine. Yeah. Holiday movies, low bar. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go on to the tiebreaker. Are the two of you ready? Yeah. yeah. This is going to decide it all. Again, we are playing <gasps> oh, Christmas so movie-themed four and no more. We move on to our final movie, and this is to decide it. The Decade, 1980s. Third, Cat. Lights. Bradley Trainer. Bradley Trainer. Christmas Vacation. Cousin Eddie. Christmas Vacation. Yeah! The correct yeah! answer. You got the win today, Bradley. Holiday Nicely done. It is the third of the National Lampoon's movies. I was going to say oh, that's okay. It was the third. So gotcha. big congratulations Great to job, you, Bradley. Bradley. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Now what you get to make real cookies for us, <laughs> not nuts. Girl, you're going to get some nuts tomorrow. <laughs> You won the game, Bradley. That means Don wins the consolation oh. prize. And Don, you are going home with this. Feel better.
vegetable shortening make it easy to taste the sunshine difference in snacking good high ho crackers from sunshine. High ho crackers make some Christmas cookies. I thought it was just real butter. Nope, it's high ho crackers. Okay, high ho. Crack a window. Hear it out. Crack a window. Hear it out. And listen to Lori and Julia while you do so. Hey, dear audience, thanks for being with us today. If you missed anything, download the podcast. Don't forget we have a show within a show. It's called Blinded by the Item. You can get that wherever podcasts are found. We're going to go off and uh, sit in a closet and recharge. But we'll be back tomorrow from noon to 3. Dawn, uh, have a good afternoon. I'll see you in just a minute. Okay. Bye! Bye!